Hey, I'm really glad that you're here today. I hope everything's going okay for you, trying to figure out your new normal, make adjustments. Um, it's kind of tough for everybody right now. I think the one of the hardest things for me is just the not knowing. I'm sort of a planner by nature. And I've always said that having a plan is my love language. So to not know how it's going to end is, is, a, is a challenge. So like everybody else, I'm learning something. I'm learning how to be patient. And in today's episode, I had the opportunity to talk to Adam Asher. He's the founder and host of The Edge of Adventure. And I wanted to talk to him about how to, you know, kind of translate what he does, encouraging people to go on an adventure to what we're all currently facing right now. And he did a great job of talking about bravery and hope and kind of reframing this in a way that um, we can even have gratitude. So I hope you'll enjoy the episode. And as always, I really appreciate you being here. Hello, and welcome to the Deepening Place podcast. I'm here today with Adam Asher. Hi, Adam. Angela, how are you? I'm doing very well. I'm very pleased and honored that, you, that you're here with me today. Thank you for, for being here. Well, I think the honor is all mine, actually. I, I know you, um, you reached out to me a while back, a few weeks ago, and, and we talked about the possibility of doing a podcast, getting together and doing an interview. And, you know, we thought we were busy. Right back then, we thought, "Oh, <laughs> yeah, we're doing. I'm doing some important things," and and we were, we really were. But uh, it's funny how quickly time changes and how our perspective changes when yeah. things happen like they have recently here in in our nation and around the world. Yeah, it's funny when you contacted me this morning and said, "Hey, how about a podcast today?" I'm like, I literally have nothing scheduled for the next three days. Right. So perfect timing. Uh, it's like, yeah, you know, well, I'm like everybody else. I mean, right now, I'm trying to follow the guidance that we're being given, which is stay in your home, you know, get prepared, but don't panic, you know, and stay productive and all those wonderful things. And it. It, it, there are moments where that's fine, and then there are other moments where it's tough. It's tough to do, and um, I've been pretty busy the last few days. And, but this morning, for some reason, I just thought I need to reach out to Angela and, and maybe, maybe we should do this podcast now because there's so much to talk about, and yeah. people are facing so many challenging things right now. It, you know, I think we're just figuring out what all that is. Yeah, definitely. I appreciate you sending that out. And before we get too far into it, I want to tell people who who don't know that you are the host and creator of The Edge of Adventure. And that's a video series for people who seek adventure and purpose. Do you want to say a, a few words about what you do there? Sure. Thank you for the opportunity. Yes, indeed. The Edge of Adventure with Adam Asher is a video series. Just like you said, it's for people who crave adventure and purpose. And it takes the viewer uh, to places far from home. Uh, My role in the show is to be the host and to take you as the viewer to places far off the grid, far uh, away from home, places that are hard to get to. 
and to get to know cultures and people and places that are very different from maybe what we call home. And in the process, we go for the purpose of getting to know some people, perhaps an organization that is working diligently to serve the people there in that far off location in a place that maybe we would have forgotten about. Otherwise, I like to go to these places and get to know people who are making a difference by serving people and helping them and loving them, uh, even under difficult circumstances and perhaps far from home. I love that. And I heard you say something or read it, or I don't know where I got the information, that you tell the stories of people who are kind of paying that price to have that adventure, but you're also hoping to inspire those who haven't really le- taken that leap yet. Yes, that that's absolutely true. I, I think it's my my job as the host and the reason why I've gone to this much trouble to create something and, and spend all the time on it to, to hopefully make it matter in today's world and culture. Uh, I, I do it because I, I'm inspired by the stories of those people, the people who have given of their lives and continue to do so under difficult circumstances. They live adventurous lives and they do it for a purpose. They do it because they're wanting to help other mm-hmm. people. They're wanting to um, minister to them in some form or fashion and and, and love them in, in ways that they, they need it. You know, I mean, it depends on the location, what the needs might be, but these are the people that, that identify real tangible needs in the world. And they say, Hey, I know it's difficult out there, but I'm, I, I want to be a part of helping to meet that need. And there are lots of people that do that. They inspire me and their stories inspire me. And in the process, I think, as we tell that story as the, the crew and the production team, and I tell this story, It should also be inspiring if we do it well. It's also inspiring to the viewer, and it should challenge all of us to give of ourselves. And maybe we don't all get to travel around the world and and go to these distant places. Uh, And you look at the the situation right now where travel is being highly, highly restricted. Well, that's not even the point of that lesson. The point of the lesson is there's somebody you can help. Think about how you can use your skills for that and do it. There are people who are out there right now helping others. We all are given opportunities and we can do something to make a difference. Yeah, that's a really great segue into what we probably need to talk about today, which is fear. Because, you know, for me, that was the the biggest thing that was holding me back. And it's interesting that I encountered you. One of my mentors had encouraged me to, you know, build an Instagram account get myself out there, find people doing what I wanted to do or people that would inspire me. And you're one of the people that, that I ran across. And I always picture myself as like standing on the edge of a platform diving board, just kind of white knuckled, just knowing what I needed to do, but afraid to jump. That encouragement that you give to people was, was really helpful for me. Like you say, we all have an adventure to live. And when we hide from that. Yes. I mean, it, it, when we hide from that, when we pull back from that great adventure, that that's when we're not happy. And, and it isn't easy. I, I mean, I don't, I hope nobody ever thinks I'm out there telling people, oh, this is easy. No, it, it, it's scary. Like it takes real bravery to launch out into your own great adventure. And the adventure is not the same for everybody. I mean, it is different for me than it is for, for you, but 
it takes courage. And if we if we have that courage and that bravery, then we can be about an incredible adventure and one that is uniquely ours and one that is full of meaning and purpose. One thing that I read that you said maybe was that in launching, in facing it, it's there that you'll find your purpose. So you have to push past what you know. And on the other side of that, it starts to become clear. And I feel like that's where I was making my mistake. I even like said to the universe, bring the audience and I'll open my mouth, I promise. <laughs> and I realized that that wasn't going to happen. I'm supposed to open my mouth and then the people that I'm supposed to help will, will come. When you're at that point where you're trying to launch out and you want to start something and you have it in your mind, you have it in your heart, you have it in your soul, where do I start? What do I do? And then there's so many things that can come up against you to keep you from doing it. One of those things clearly is fear of the unknown. And if you're willing to push past that, if you're willing to <laughs> go out there and figure it out and make it up as you go, it's pretty, it's pretty fun to see things that will happen for you. And uh, one of my mentors, I was in preparation for launching The Edge of Adventure as I was thinking and formulating it. He told me, build it. And then I remember wanting to give him all the reasons why I couldn't or I would need something else first. <laughs> he just said, build it. You have to build it. Just and it, it doesn't have to be perfect. You know, you don't have to get to 100% of your vision overnight, but be about building it. Yeah. So I've got a quote from you. So Adam was featured in the Georgia Hollywood Review, March issue. That's a great article. You have a quote that says, there comes a point in our lives where we have to decide what we're going to do. Are we content to live life as it is, where we know the routine, where we feel safe, or do we crave something more? To go beyond that, you're going to have to be brave. You'll have to make that decision to step out of what you know and into the unknown. And I feel like that quote kind of leads us to where we are today. And what I wanted to talk about with you is we're all in the unknown now. Nobody knows. Nobody knows what's going to happen tomorrow. Yes. <laughs> so true and so devastating and so daunting and so insurmountable, right? All these words and descriptions that come to mind, right? As you think about this, you, if you look honestly at the situation in our nation and around the world, as we all work to deal with the coronavirus, the nation's response and healthcare's response, all these different things, you think about all that, it's, it's all very intimidating. It has forced us, whether we like it or not, to face our fears. We have to. This is unlike anything we've ever seen. And it is, in its own right, it's very frightening. But the decision we have to make is to be brave and not to fear in the process. And yes, as I think back to those words which I spoke and meant prior to all of this, right? That, that was literally weeks prior to this. And then now what? Can I, am I going to make excuses? Am I going to be fearful? Am I going to say, well, you know, the world is ending or um, this dream will never come true or, well, I'm, this is causing me to lose this. So I'm going to lose hope in the process. No, I can't do that. 
This is a challenge, and consequently, it's also an opportunity for every one of us to shine. Yeah, I believe that, you know, perspective is everything. I try to help people at a really ground level. Like I try to simplify it to the point. What I'm really trying to help people do is learn to manage their mind and emotions. If you really think about it, fear is not good or bad. It just is. We all have it. It's learning to take a few steps to control it. And what I would like to ask you about is, you know, the whole essence of adventure necessitates a certain amount of fear. The things we're facing now and the things you would face on any adventure, whether you're trekking through the jungle somewhere or you're launching a new business, you're risking yourself. You know, you're risking yourself. I think of it in terms of just separating the actual fear from from the wisdom that, you know, the the challenge that you're going to come up against, the threat that you're going to come up against. Uh, you need to take it seriously. We're all taking the coronavirus seriously. What we need to, we need to be, if you're not, you need to be taking it seriously. And what we need to, what I, my own life as a guy who's had his own, you know, I came up against my own things that were very, very frightening. Uh, the the possibilities of certain things were, were, were scary to me. I, I did have to learn to not let that freeze me up and lock me down and make me worry. Instead, I need to make the right decisions, be wise, move forward, and be brave. Be brave. So it's kind of like a, a balance because it sounds like what you're saying, the things might have actually been frightening. A lot of times with my um, current clients, sometimes the fear is just in their mind. And now we're facing something where there is an actual thing to be concerned about and that directive to be brave. How do you, if you're working with someone who's, who's wrestling with that, what kind of encouragement can you give them? As you already mentioned it, you, you come up and help people who might have, who might be living in fear of something they don't need to fear, period. Like there's no danger represented. It might be in their mind. Uh, we're all human and we all, we all have our quirks and our weaknesses. And, um, but yeah, I would say that's, that's one thing. The other thing would be if you're if you're facing something that is very real, I mean the virus is real. We're all trying to determine uh, how dangerous it is and to, you know who it's most uh, dangerous to. We have to do what we know to do, and that's we all learned a term called social distancing, right? I'm not sure we even. Mm -hmm. Not even sure what we. I'm not sure we knew what that was before uh, the last couple of weeks. <laughs> but it's important. That's one of the things we can do. The other thing we have all needed to do, which is, uh, in the days ahead of this, you know, stock up on supplies, and get the things you need. To, because what would you be afraid of? You, you might be afraid of. On one hand, I don't want to get the virus. I don't. On the other hand, I don't want. I also don't want to have it. Not know I have it, and then accidentally pass it on to my parents. I mean, I don't want to do that. So. I'm taking precautions. I suppose that's a very fearful thing that could happen. I'm just, I'm just not going to choose to be motivated out of fear. I mean, I think, I think, uh, you know, back to your, your thought, we must, I guess we have to channel it and say, okay, uh, I have an option here. I could be fearful of these things and really let it take my peace and my mindset and even my ability to, you know, to perform well. Or I can say, you know what, I'm going to do what's smart. I'm going to be wise 
I'm going to realize that this is a real legit threat. I'm going to prepare every way that I can. And in those ways I can't control things, you know, the vulnerabilities, uh, my own vulnerabilities that I don't have any control over. I'm not going to fear, even though I might have a weakness or a vulnerability. I'm just not going to fear because ultimately a fear for something like that in those areas you can't control, all that does is hurt you in the process. I think you said what I was kind of digging around for. I think you you hit it on the head. To be fearful at a time like this is just normal. There's so many things to be fearful about. But your point about not being motivated from fear, when people are motivated from fear, they do things that are not really in keeping with their their vision for themselves and really how they want to be, like the hoarding of resources instead of sharing, allowing yourself to be to be brave and to be discerning and not fearful. Yes. And clearly, if we are ignoring the threat and we are refusing to prepare and we are refusing to be cautious, that's not bravery. That's more like stupidity. We need to be smart. We need to be brave. We need to be wise. And a part of that is not to live in fear. One of the things that enable enables a person to not fear is to live every day of your life knowing that it's a gift, to live every day of your life knowing that you are not forever. And you're, the, time, the times you have with your loved ones should be cherished because they're not forever. It's not that they might end, they're going to end sooner or later. I have to know that one day my number will be up and I have to make my peace with that. And if you're willing to do that, you don't hold too tightly to to the here and now. I mean, you you know that there's something out there bigger and better than, uh, than what's happening right here, right now. There's something about that that gives you peace and, and an ability to, to be fearless. And when you're fearless, then you can focus on helping other people, which gets back, you know, into my whole heart for the edge of adventure and adventure and purpose. There is inherent danger. But if I'm locked up in fear, I'm not going to be good for me and I'm not going to be good for the people I love or the people I care about. It sounds like just being sober, being brave not being motivated by fear. And also you mentioned gratitude, gratitude for the gift of a day, gratitude for the gift of, of our loved ones. That's a, that's a big one. Oh, so much. As hard as this time is for us, as scary as this time is for us, there's some things about it that are going to be very good for us. Oh, I know. I hate to say that. I sure wish we didn't need something like this. It's going to remind us. I mean, it's reminding me, like I, I've had to take a few days to kind of assimilate all this and and feel it. It's reminding me what's really important. It's reminding me that I don't have control over nearly the number of things I think I do. You know, it's reminding me how much I love the people I love. It's reminding me to cherish that time. And it's reminding me also to be smart, to, to plan ahead, not to make assumptions that everything's going to be fine all the time, but to prepare in wisdom 
for the bad times, for the lean years, for the things you can't control, even the things you never would anticipate, like this thing we're living through now in the first few months of 2020. I, I think I'm right there with you. I've heard you say something about maybe the economy of grace or that really nothing is wasted. You know, all things can work together to to create something beautiful. And I tell people sometimes it's like the tapestry of your life. Which thread would you take out at the end of it? And it would be hard because it would change the whole picture, you know? It's so true. Like the, the hardest things I've been through, I would not wish what I went through. I wouldn't wish it on anybody. I mean, I, I wouldn't wish it on my worst enemy, but I also wouldn't take it out of my own life because to use your metaphor, if you take that thread out, and then everything starts to come apart. It's a part of who I am. It's a part of what made me who I am. And, and I'm going to tell you, and, and I know there's people listening who've been through much worse things than I have, the adversity that we go through and the strength we hopefully gain from it and the, the courage that we gain from it. Here's the funny thing about courage. As it's exercised, it tends to snowball. You're able to look back in your own life and say, wow, I remember when I was going through that, I wasn't sure I was going to get through it, but I got through that. And if I can get through that, then I can get through this. It's not just a blind courage. It's not just, it's being realistic and knowing that you did get through those tough times in the past. You're going to be able to get through this. You don't have to have all the answers right now. You can make it up as you go. Be brave. You're going to get through it. Yeah. And sometimes that reset has to happen moment to moment and reminding yourself, I have everything I need right now and not allowing yourself to get too far down the road in your mind. Oh, isn't that true? Because yeah, if, you're right. If, if we, that's like borrowing trouble. We've used that expression, right? It's, I don't need to go into the future and, and dig up trouble. Be wise. Yeah. It kind of sucks the joy out of your present moment. So the time that we do have with our loved ones or the, the, you know, times that we do have to laugh or, or have a meal with someone, you know, if we're worried about tomorrow or the next day or the next, next hour, it's going to suck the joy out of that moment. Right. And, and like you said, gratitude is important because whenever the, the time is up, whether we're talking about the day that prosperity ends or goes on a hiatus, you know, economic trouble, or the day that you lose something that was really important to you, or you lose someone that was really important to you, or the day that that your time on this earth is up, because that day's coming too. I mean, if you can like go into the future and realize all of this has a time limit anyway. It all has a time limit. So here is what you do, knowing that at some point out there, at some point in the future that you can't predict, there is an end to good things and bad things. There's an end to all of it. But I'm here now. And I want to make a difference now. And I want to do something that matters now. And I hope, I hope I can help somebody because mm -hmm. that helps me. It's a part of the human experience that it's very, very powerful when we put others ahead of ourselves. Something very powerful happens. It's great to get to have that opportunity. As we record this, we, we are at that time in the nation where we're looking ahead and wondering how big of a catastrophe is this? I don't like that. It's the truth and we're going to face it and we're going to look for ways to turn it into an opportunity. I think to your point, we will get through it. We will get to the other side of it. It will end. 
And so for us to be brave and maybe get creative about how can you help? What does your neighbor need? What does the person in your house need? How can you how can you help and be of service to someone else? I'm not sure what that is. It would it's going to be different for each individual. It is. Yeah, it's going to be different for everybody and you know, if if I've got to go to the store and I have to go get some, you know, groceries and supplies, you know, maybe I check in with the neighbors who are older and I could say, hey, uh, call them. Don't go see them, but call them and say, can I pick up some stuff for you? And if maybe the answer is yes. And you leave it on their doorstep and you, and you take the precautions. I mean, we, we're all doing the best we can to do that. But there are some things you can do to um, help others and be careful about it. You know, I was talking with my son a little a, a little while back and he is 22 and just graduating from college. He, his generation, his class will literally be the class whose graduation was taken by the, by the virus. But so they're, they're going to finish. He's got what, another couple of months tops. They'll finish online from an education standpoint. I'm sure they can finish up well, but the experience was taken from him and that's not fair. And, and there's, there's a real sense of grieving you have to go through for that. And, and then, you know, as we talked about also the, you know, what's it, what's it like for these guys fresh out of college who had perhaps one of the best economies in our uh, history. And instead of graduating into that, they're going to graduate perhaps into one of the worst economies. We don't know. We'll see what happens, but what, what do you do? What do you do? Well, here's what you do. Here's what you do. You, you take a little time and you turn off the news and you sit there and you, you sit with a determined appreciation and gratitude for everything you have. Be creative and, and think about a way you can help others. And, and it might be also in terms of a job or a career or a business that you end up starting. There are going to be needs that we didn't have before. Be one of the people thinking about how to help in this in this situation, they're going to be needs that didn't exist before. We didn't have them in January. We do now. Yeah, I think really we're facing. I mean, it could change us forever. You know, we don't know what what's going to come of this. And I have a senior in high school, and he's missing the prom and missing his graduation, and his sports season was canceled. So there are a lot of people suffering, and and I think about like people who've lost their jobs, who don't know how they're even going to by their next meal. Absolutely. There's some, so many people have, have paid really big prices already. We don't know what the days ahead hold, but we are all going to have to adjust and we are all going to need to be brave. And there's going to be things we lose. We're going to have to make our peace with that and, and decide, what am I going to do from here? How can I be creative? And the economy will adjust too. And like I said, there'll be new new types of jobs that will eventually become available. But yeah, I know heart goes out to uh, people that have already suffered greatly because of this. So one thing that I work with clients on sometimes when they are in the middle of a storm that there's really nothing we can say to make it better. I mean, that does happen. Uh, one thing that we do sometimes is to create a golden vision and picture it sort of at the end. So even though you're in the middle of your dark night of the soul or you're in the middle of your swamp or however you want to look at it, if you can cast your eyes ahead to a golden vision, sometimes it's really helpful. And so what I'm choosing to believe is that we're going to take this lap in the desert or three or four laps or however many it is. 
And we're going to learn how to be kinder to each other. We're going to reclaim some of the things that we've lost in our division. And we're going to return to a sense of, of unity and oneness and love for each other. So that's the golden vision that I'm casting forward. And so when I'm tempted to fear sometimes, I think about that, that this can work together for good too. And then on the other side of it, there can be joy again and celebration and hopefully a new and better way. I agree with you. I love that. I mean, the way you have phrased that is beautiful. I mean, it really is. And these are very challenging times, but you do have to make a decision as to what type of vision for the future you're going to dwell on. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> My dad used to say, Angela, it builds character. <laughs> and uh, I would say, Dad, I have too much character. I don't want any more character. So right. when we were faced <laughs> with something really hard, he would say, it builds character. That's just a little joke. But I think you posted a video either yesterday or today where, that ended with, make no room for fear. Come what may, no fear. And I love that. And I hope that you'll, throughout this, continue to make videos for people because there's something about your voice and your presence that's really calming. And I think that's, that's needed right now. It really honors me and humbles me to, for anyone to say such a thing. Um, it's a wonderful world out there, and it's great to get to know you. And I look forward to one day having an adventure conversation with you celebrate after all this has passed. So For sure. I look forward to that. And of course, in the meantime, if anyone is hearing this and they don't know who I am or want to find out more, you can certainly look, uh, look me up at one of two websites, really. You can go to theedgeofadventure.com, theedgeofadventure.com. Or you can go to the personal site, which is adamasher.com, adamasher.com. And would love to hear from you, send me a message and uh, let me know where you're listening from and uh, let's connect. And again, thank you all. Thanks to Angela. Thank you for your heart and you're, you're doing it because you love the people and I appreciate you for that. Well, thanks Adam. And thank you so much for joining us today and talking about fear and bravery. And I hope people will follow you because I know you're going to continue to do that on your side as well. Thank you so much. God bless you, Angela. Thank you. Bye-bye. 